0: Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Joined with me is my co-host, Joseph Gillow. And not Ian, but Jay Hugh.
1: Cacao! You know, uh, it's funny. I was going to do a sexy smooth Kakaw because we're doing this at night, but uh, Jones came in with such energy I had to give a real cuckoo.
0: That's correct. It was energy. That's the word we'll use to describe it. He uh, disappears for one week and we're already off the rails. Guys, I like doing this at night. I don't know what you about you. But I, <laughs> I,
1: I I, I'm into it. I'm in my fucking jammies. It's like a, a whole different vibe. It's way less Johnny Fever, way more Venus flytrap.
0: Real phonies after dark. Yeah, Joseph, I think you have a list of news for us, though I was supposed to collect it, but I did not.
2: Look, there's really only one piece of news we're here to talk about, but we're going to string you along for a little bit for some other little nuggets along the way we wanted to talk about.
0: Uh, is that piece of news that Clifford the Big Red Dog had like a huge boost to Paramount Plus? Did it really? It had like the biggest week of membership ever, the oh, week that we... Clifford the Big Red Dog came out.
2: <laughs> really? kids, man. Uh, no, the first thing I was going to talk about, starting Marvel, we're going to end Marvel 2, uh, is the first trailer came out for uh, Marvel's Moon Knight TV show. I
0: think it's I think it's a little strong to call this a trailer. I think it's a sizzle reel of a couple of things. That's you specifically said Moon Knight, but She Hulk and Miss Marvel are also in this as well.
1: I will say this: this Moon Knight one is very dark, and I mean that literally. Uh, when you guys sent me the the link to it, I was outside and I didn't see a goddamn thing on it.
0: <laughs> What's going on with Oscar Isaac's accent in this? I don't know. I did not like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean this this trailer is cool. I mean I will watch this show. I like the She Hulk one as well. Questions about when that one takes place in the timeline. The Miss Marvel one is probably the one that I was the most mad about, but I don't really know much about that character. On the whole, Disney Plus they sucked balls.
2: Right. It's amazing because they put out a lot of stuff based on our text thread and almost none of it was stuff that I was interested in.
1: Well, most of it was just a logo on a back on a black background. I already knew this shit was coming. Who gives a shit? It's a good point.
0: Yeah, there was very little new uh, in this. I think the only other new things we were told about is they're going to do a spinoff for Marvel Zombies, which will be an animated show, and that we're going to do Spider-Man freshman year, which will be the origin of the mcu spidey but yeah i mean for the most part we knew all this crap was coming the only thing i didn't like was that that guy from star trek discovery is going to play captain nemo i think that's a good casting for that dude
1: i agree with that totally
0: but yeah this totally blew. uh it sucks (laughs) that that um fandom as a better product than (laughs) than disney plus day (laughs)
1: Right. <laughs> At least Fandom was that, trying to sell it to me. This was just like, yeah, you're going to come. Fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, both of them just told us what we already knew, but DC's still trying to sell you on it. Oh. You're absolutely right. Disney Plus Day was like, yeah, why are we doing this? You're going to watch. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter.
2: Right. Uh, so the next thing up on our list, we got a uh, another Taika Waititi project, which I, I'm not familiar with. You guys might be more familiar with than I am. Uh, the Incal
1: i know I'm, it's I'm a vaguely thing, but I... familiar with it. Uh, it's by a French artist named Mobius. And literally when Dune was a hit, I was like, okay, which Mobius property are they going to try to uh, adapt first? And it's the ink out because Mobius was in Mobius has been involved in a lot of like sci-fi movie sort of design but he was the uh, very original Dune that was never made. He did all the designs for it. So it just seems to fit that it would be time to do this now.
0: How many Takawatiti projects are there?
2: <laughs> I mean, that, that is the question. We can put out the odds on whether this comes out or not. But He's the new Guillermo. He is the new yes. Guillermo. And I'm not sure that he's got the, the reputation. Well, I, mean, I can't say that. Jojo Rabbit is like my favorite movie. So, you know, maybe he does. Maybe he has right. earned it already. Do You know, that dude won his Oscar oh, and Oscar the very first thing he ever made. I did, did not know Yeah, he made a short film and it was his first short film and it won an Oscar for best short film. Good for him. Which I mean, is one of those things where, well, I guess you just stop then. You know, like, there's <laughs> not, like you've already done it. Good job.
0: He followed that up with Green Lantern.
2: <laughs> he did Did he direct green lantern
0: no he just oh, okay started. he just did it
2: uh let's see this is a slightly older news but i don't think it's been since our last news episode we talked on one of our other news episodes about the wicked movie and how it wasn't going to have the original cast and now we have more information on how the not original cast is shaping up and it's going to have ariana grande and cynthia cynthia arrivo
0: yeah this is the right casting i mean they're gonna knock it out of the park Both
2: both vocally and like topically, I guess. Like, pick the right people and the right people that can do it.
0: Uh, Ariana has said for a long time that Glinda is her dream role, uh, that she would always play it one day, and look, she will in the movie. And Cynthia Revo is going to just obliterate all of those songs. She's gonna, she's gonna be so good. My wife is over here, like, no, she's not. She's gonna be. (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm more excited than I was.
1: Man, you know, like three o'clock today, I had something shitty to say about Ariana Grande that I was really proud of. And now I can't remember it. Isn't that a bummer?
2: (laughs) That is a bummer. (laughs) The other bummer is that Ian isn't here to just say, Ariana Grande is so hot. Right. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I've talked before about how I love Rent, but Rent the movie is terrible. And a large part of it is because they brought back the original cast 10 years too late. This is like fifteen years too late, and I'm glad they uh, they made the right call on this. Agreed. Uh, well, who's
0: James Corden gonna play in this movie? I James?
2: No, James Corden's not in this movie, is he?
0: Oh, uh, I he's not cast, but he for oh, sure you, will I, be. Don't in you it. do
2: that to me? He one hundred percent will be. He's in gonna it. be the no fucking way. sheep teacher. I fucking know it in my heart. <laughs> you are so right. You I are know so it. right. I fucking hate it so much. God damn it! I hate you said that. <laughs> Whew, All right. Uh, and then the last thing, uh, a trailer that just came out today for a show that looked like a movie. Uh, I've already forgotten. Is it Pam and Tommy or Tommy and Pam? I
0: think it's Pam and Tommy.
2: Sure.
1: I, I also know. I'm voting Pam and Tommy.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this looks fine. It looks good. I can't believe that's what who is. What's her name? Lily. Ian would know. Lily she James. Would also, Lily James. She's like. Lost in that role as Pamela yeah. Anderson. Like, so I'm, I will watch it solely for her performance.
1: I mean, I'm just, I'm super bummed that this isn't a movie because it seems like such a 90s movie about the most 90s event. And I, w- it just seems like you just see it on a big screen. And also on Hulu, there's no way we're going to see a fake dick. <laughs> <laughs> and- And this movie, this seems to be that it wants to be the Boogie Nights of its generation. It wants to be the Peoples versus Larry Flint of its generation. There needs to be a big plastic fake dick
0: especially you know tommy's i mean he was was working with something
1: right (laughs) (laughs) he was a player but i mean i'm i'm pretty fucking excited about this like uh i would have never thought this was fodder for a movie but as soon as you see this trailer it's like oh yeah this is this is the defining moment of a generation for good or ill mostly ill <laughs> Definitely ill.
2: Mostly, yeah. Also, a great cast: Nick Offerman, uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Sebastian Stan, and Lily James. I, uh, yeah, uh, it looks good. Yeah,
1: I'll I like, watch the hell out of this.
0: I watch. I like Nick Offerman with a mullet. I do yeah, too. Yeah,
1: it seems natural to him. It seems like maybe that actually occurred in his life at some point.
0: <laughs> Agreed.
2: And uh, you know, Christian, I'm going to let you take what we're what we're actually here for.
0: Uh, I, I'm not sure why, but sure. Uh, the big news event uh, after months of speculation, we finally re- saw the second trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. A little, a little background for this is on Thursday, I think Thursday of last week, a image was released that should not have been released. On Friday, the person who released it apologized, but in their apology said, I thought it was fake. And then the studio told me to take it down, then confirming the picture was real. (laughs) And so to completely distract us from that, All of a sudden on Saturday, we're having a special trailer premiere in Los Angeles with Tom Holland there. Uh, And I think it was meant to distract us from that crazy news story. So they did an actual trailer reveal party, which is the dumbest, money-grabbiest bullshit (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. You say that shit, but would you not go if you were invited? A hundred percent I would have been there. (laughs) I'm a sucker. They would have got me. Uh, And
1: since it was a success, they'll now do it all the fucking time. That's so
0: true. That's why I don't like it. I mean, if it was really special, it would be different. But now it's going to be a thing. And I don't appreciate that. Uh, But it was cool. We saw all the villains that are confirmed, which are uh, Electro, Goblin, Octopus, Lizard, and Sandman. Yeah, I don't I don't even what was this trailer about? I mean, you know, Spider-Man fights those people.
1: Well, you know, it really doesn't give you a super more amount of information than the last one, which is good. But it seemed like it was going to and it didn't. And it definitely didn't tell people the two things they wanted to hear, even though they know that it's true.
0: Yeah, especially now. That was the shocking thing for me is after last week and we saw those two things. Why are we still trying to hide it?
1: <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>
0: Also,
2: wasn't there evidence in the trailer of some edited out probably people yeah so
0: i'll say this this is a spoiler warning on a trailer if you don't want to know anything about spider-man no way home stop right here okay so the thing the podcast yeah fuck you uh <laughs>
2: <This> <laughs> the nice energy
0: the um the big reveal was two pictures released last week one of them had all three spider-man on it i would like to add that Oh, that video that was released like six months ago of Andrew Garfield on railing when everyone's was like, oh, it's fake. It's deep, fake technology. No, nope, sure as hell looks like he's standing on the same scaffolding as he is in that video. Right. And then a picture of Charlie Cox with Tom Holland and Jon Favreau came out. And so in the trailer, there's a scene where Lizard and Sandman and Electro are all attacking Tom Holland and Lizard apparently gets the shit knocked out of him. But nobody's there.
2: <laughs> Just some really dense air. Yeah,
0: yes. Yeah, like, there's a gust of wind. Um, it was very reminiscent of the Infinity War trailer, where Hulk is in the Battle of Wakanda, and then it ends up being the Hulk Buster mm. is in the Battle of Wakanda. Um, we know Marvel will do this. He's absolutely getting his shit knocked out by Andrew Garfield right there. I'm positive of it. The other thing is when MJ is falling the hand that goes to grab her is not Tom Holland's suit. Mm. Uh, it's red and blue, which it better fucking be Andrew Garfield. Uh, it like
1: has to be. Yes. It can't be anything else.
0: So no? those are the big, the big, like not there, but totally there moments in the, mm.
1: trip. I really want to bring that
2: costume back. I hate the amazing Spider-Man movies. Uh, we haven't done like a whole Spider-Man episode, but I would, I would love to just spend 40 minutes by myself talking about them. Uh, <laughs> but
1: I do love the costume. The costume is the costume is great. Yeah, I I can't even say I hate those movies because I, I don't really remember a lot of them.
0: I think the costume in Amazing Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man costume across all the films. He's I think got, you are correct. He's got big white eyes. That it's a bright red and blue suit. Like it's it's a really good looking suit in Amazing Spider-Man Two. What do we think of this trailer? We've talked a lot about it, but not what we thought.
2: I mean, I I, I mean, I like the trailer. Again, it, it I I'm actually okay with with you know keeping the quote-unquote big reveal for the theater audience when it comes out, because I think there are dorks like us who do this bullshit, who look on Twitter, who listen to podcasts about this stuff, and like we're like, come on, guys, like we fucking know. Right. But like 70 to 80% of people out there who go to see this movie are going to have no idea about any of that bullshit. They're only going to see the trailers in the movies in front of other movies that they're seeing, and then they'll be surprised when they see this movie.
1: But... I think one of the issues with that is I'd say of those 70-80%, 70-80% of those people don't realize that these are supposed to be three different Spider-Man. That it <laughs> doesn't a good just point. work like James Bond where they're all the same guy and they're going to be confused as fuck. Yeah,
2: yeah you I'd... know, it might not matter. I think we've done enough stuff recently. Who cares? Three Spider-Man, five Spider-Man, and let's just have a good time.
0: I I totally agree with Hertz's point here. I I don't think I think the people who would truly appreciate it already know. And so the people you're trying to hide it from don't give a shit. Right. (laughs)
1: That's a good point, man. Before I even get into the deep weeds of this, can you guys guess what part I immediately was bummed about? And then immediately after that, just white hot rage
0: that Dr. Strange has no idea what the plot of Scooby-Doo is.
1: (laughs) No, no, but that's good. (laughs) no, I fucking hated the Dr. Octopus
0: name joke. Oh, yeah. It's, that sounds like a herd thing to hate.
1: Man, well, it, here's the thing, man. I'm just ready to be over Josh Whedon dialogue. And this is not because he cheats on his wife because that was her fault. She shouldn't have married a famous person. Uh, <laughs> oh, my but- God i mean if you if you want fidelity do not marry a famous person that's that's a dumb move to make if you want someone who has the option of fucking anyone they meet is not a person to marry if you care about fidelity
2: i'll be honest Uh, with you i didn't expect the episode without ian to be the joss whedon defense episode but here we are
1: i'm not defending him because i'm about to i'm about to talk a lot of shit about him i'm over his fucking dialog Particularly in everything, but particularly in superhero sci-fi related stuff. I don't need jokes that should be on this side of the wall, the fourth wall made by shitty podcasters like us, to be made by the characters in the movie. You know, the Doctor Strange joke in Infinity War gets a pass because that one was great, but this one was dumb and hacky and I hated it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't love that moment either. I also really I mean I already referenced it, but I hate the Dr. String Scooby Do that shit. I hate that bit. Like I, I don't right. I don't get it. At all, other than it's a gang of kids going along to catch bad guys, which I guess kind of makes sense. But that's still not even the really the plot of Scooby-Doo. So, I mean, like it was weird. I'm uh, telling you,
1: it's because he's not referencing Scooby-Doo. He's referen- referencing Josh Whedon ripoff shit because you always call a group of kids in a sci-fi horror superhero type thing. The Scooby gang now because of that show.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point. I didn't love this trailer and mostly because I feel like at this point, there's so much shit. They don't want us to know that we're only getting like the same 15 minutes, just cut up in everything we've seen both trailers. You know, there's only been a handful of posters. Every promotional image is either Dr. Strange doing the fucking train thingy, or it's the bridge fight with, with Doc Ock. And I'm just tired of seeing these things. And I get that you're trying to, to keep the mystery, but at this point, you've handcuffed yourself so much in your advertising. It would just be not advertise because what you're putting out is not good. I've already seen it multiple times. It's the only thing you're showing me. And they're not even, again, they're not even doing a great job of keeping the secrets because those of us who know the secrets are like, oh shit, the lizard just got the f- his fucking face punched off. Right. I wonder who did that. right? Uh, and so either A just get rid of the bit of trying to keep it hidden or B, just don't show anything. Just in game gave us one trailer 35 days before the movie came out and we were all okay with it. And we would have been okay with it with this. The internet would have bitched for a while, but everyone still would have shown to the theater. And I just don't feel like the marketing for this has been good because they've handcuffed themselves with the secrets they want to keep.
1: It definitely is telling that the most talked about moment from this trailer is something we didn't see, whatever punched the wizard. Yeah, exactly.
2: Look, I feel a little bit more positive about this than you guys, mostly just cuz I was I was so excited to have Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe back that the the rest of it was kind of superfluous to me.
1: I I agree on that totally.
2: <laughs> I'm excited I'm excited to see how Peter like interacts with the v- new villains that don't know who he is, but also still hate Spider-Man. Right. Uh, like, I'm excited about him and and, uh, and Doc Ock. Uh, and also, I like the general theme. You know, I have mentioned before how I liked the fact that they've kind of hammered in on, you know, Spider-Man being kind of the last secret identity hero in the Marvel Universe, um, and that that's such a big part of the conflict of all of those movies. And I like that they make this one uh, also apparently about, you know, how much... He does not like the idea that he might have to kill people to, I don't know, save other people. Uh, I, I think that's a, a central part of the character, and also kind of an interesting thing to explore in the movie.
1: And uh, explored in almost zero other superhero movies. Yes, yeah. So I, I ironically, ironically that part too. Dis- definitely.
2: Despite the fact that there are several other heroes that that is also a central part of their character. Apparently, uh, this is the only one that felt like, hey, we should we should make this a central story.
0: Right. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I mean, I think those are great points. I, I I definitely think you're onto something, and I think that will be interesting. But I think my controversial opinion about this is that I would have preferred to see Toby than I would have preferred to see Willem Dafoe. Like, if you had kept that a secret, that is a hot take. I would have blown my fucking mind walking in the theater because, and now the rumor is that he's the actual bad guy. Like, we got the the announcement of. Jamie Fox and and Alfred Molina and even though they were kind of like the actors just being like yeah I got a paycheck but the rumor is that that Willem Dafoe is the guy mm-hmm. um and that Goblin is the villain and I think I just I would have preferred to keep that the secret over the other two Spider-Man coming back I know I'm in the minority on that but that's I that I do think that's part of my disappointment with no, all No
2: you, you you know what you've convinced me uh, for a second I misunderstood you I thought you explaining that was saying I'd rather have toby mcguire back than willem Dafoe like that's more right. exciting to be in the trailer but you're saying as a reveal willem Dafoe's better and for sure if i went into the end of that movie thinking it was mostly doc ock and some amazing spider-man stuff and then like two-thirds of the way through i heard that fucking cackle like i would have lost my goddamn
1: shit I, I, yeah 100 yeah you i wish you wouldn't have said this jones because now <laughs> you've kind of ruined Doesn't it he
2: ruin things for you Because
1: that should be the showstopper that should be the blow your mind shit for What's
0: crazy is that he's the thing they kept secret. That's the thing the studio revealed was like, (laughs) I didn't know he was in it till like two months ago. You know what I mean? Like that was the that was the secret they maintained for so long. It's it's just I don't know. It's it's all been kind of backwards to me. Not that I know shit about marketing movies. (laughs) but To me personally, it's been backwards.
2: I want I wanted to go back quickly Cause I didn't talk about it during moon Knight, but I will never look at moon Knight the right way again, because you've just uh, cast Daniel Ratcliffe as moon Knight, and they <laughs> didn't, the Marvel did not do that. And I'm just, I can't not be disappointed now by anything <laughs> else that <laughs> happens.
0: Totally and right I feel, I,
2: I, again, I was pretty, pretty positive coming into this trailer, but now that you've brought that, I was like, Oh yeah, that would have been a better world. I would have, I would have liked to lived in.
0: Well, I'm sorry to ruin it for you.
1: <laughs> I, One super positive thing on this man. Electro looks great. What little you so good. So
0: good, man. Like
1: I want now that they've like redesigned him. I want a whole fucking movie of just him.
0: Yeah, I wish we'd redesigned lizard. You guys remember I might be making this up. This may be Mandela effect here, but the very first test screening at like Comic-Con 2012 or whatever for Amazing Spider-Man, whatever year that movie came out, I don't remember. The lizard they show is like he came out of a hole in the bathroom of the school and it had like the snout and he had the lab coat and everything.
1: You are correct. That did happen in my timeline as
0: well. (laughs) Why the hell did we not get that lizard?
1: I don't fucking know, man. It's like the dumbest fucking
0: thing. I remember that video coming out on the internet and being like, shit, they got this right. Like, this is (laughs) it. And then we got What the Goomba looking dude we got, and that's Goomba. That reference of Goomba is from we we know
2: which one it is. Super Mario the (laughs) Brothers the movie. Uh, Shit, you know you're right. It's that's one of those things where I would have been surprised if Amazing Spider Man got it right if I'm honest with you. But it seems like something that Marvel should have gotten right this time around.
0: It's interesting to me that if that's going to be the same Electro, doesn't seem like it is. And if you made that choice with him, why would you make that choice with Lizard? But right. Yeah, we'll see.
1: Maybe they just didn't want to completely crap all over those movies. Yeah. You know, okay. We don't give a shit about Lizard anyway. We won't even redesign him. So I guess the big question from this five is not an iconic number of Spider Man villains, six is an iconic number of Spider Man villains. Hmm. Who do we think the sixth Spider Man villain is in this?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I know you think it's Mysterio. I also think it's Mysterio. <laughs> and I'm going off one single line of dialogue, which is that all these guys died at the hands of Spider-Man in their universes. And the only guy that Spidey has kind of been responsible for dying in this universe is Mysterio.
1: 100%. That's what nailed it for me. Because, okay, if all these guys died, which there is a hole in that, by the way.
0: Um, uh, we didn't see Sandman die, correct? Sandman
1: did not die. Or Lizard. Lizard that, got arrested. That That's right. Lizard didn't either. I haven't watched, but I definitely remember Sandman not dying. But if Mysterio died, why wouldn't he be with these guys? Yeah. You know, yeah. if this is all the Spider-Man, like we know why Vulture's not there because he's not dead. We know why Rhino's not there because he's not dead. Why wouldn't Mysterio be there? I think this whole thing, Mysterio is behind it. You know, the first time, not the first time we hear the term uh, multiverse used. We hear that in, in Doctor Strange used first. But one of the first characters we we meet that says he's from the multiverse and turns out to be isn't is Mysterio. Maybe he did know something about the multiverse going into that. Maybe he wasn't just pulling shit out of his ass. If he's not really dead, it would make sense that he has some sort of plot to, you know, make Spider-Man pay for characters that he killed, you know? I mean, I'm not a screenwriter. I don't know for sure. It just seems like if the whole point of this story starts with Mysterio died and he had it blamed on Spider-Man, then if the plot of all these guys is, is that they were all killed by Spider-Man, there's no way Mysterio isn't involved in that. So not only do I think he's the sixth man, I think he's the guy behind it.
0: all. Yeah, I mean, I also, I would add a point to that, which is, It's weird to me that the last what could be we probably won't be. But the last Tom Holland Spider-Man movie or at the very least the last of this trilogy, you wouldn't have one of his villains in it. Right. The entire makeup is previous Spider-Man villains. That just seems weird.
1: Which I, I don't think this will be the last of his movies. I think this movie is I think right now we think this is going to be the Sinister Six movie. But I think it's the setup for the Sinister Six movie.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. All right. Do we have anything
1: else? Uh, Just that, man, if at one point there was talk of uh, asking uh, Michael Keaton to be in this, God, how how confused was he getting asked to be in two of these fucking movies? (laughs) You know, it's like when they said, hey, man, we're doing this movie where all the people from these different disparaging Spider-Man movies come together because of like, a sort of multi dimensional time travel thing. And he's like, I'm literally already doing this fucking movie and I don't understand it.
2: Michael Keaton <laughs> is living real life Birdman. <laughs>
1: right.
0: Yeah, he is for real.
2: <laughs> All right. That's Spider Man Far From Home. It's coming out at Christmas. We'll probably argue about it more before that actually happens. But, you know, that's what this podcast is. Uh, so that's the news. What have we been watching, guys?
0: Uh, I haven't watched much of anything, so I'm going to I had some eternal thoughts that I didn't get to share last week. <laughs> They're stupid. So I'm going to share them now. And uh, the first is that uh, I'm glad this uh, Pink Floyd song. Uh, time is in the, the like the first time we're in the present. Right. Um, It's a cool song.
1: That is Pink a cool Flo- song.
0: Pink Floyd's a cool band. I have this weird relationship where like, I think they're overrated, but they're still incredible. Like When other people talk about Pink Floyd, I'm like, oh, God, shut up. But then I secretly love Pink Floyd. I don't know what it is about them, but that's just how I I treat it. The second thing I'd like to talk about is also on music in this, is that Harry Styles shows up at the end. That guy's got a mean cover of Sledgehammer by uh, Peter Gabriel. Everyone should check it out. Um, it's it's a pretty straightforward cover, but I think he kind of knocks it out of the park. Which brings me to my third point, which is that the universe is actually better that Peter Gabriel left Genesis. I know that's controversial, <laughs> but that's a fact. We got gr- we got serious bops after that dude left Genesis, not just from him, but from Genesis and from Phil Collins. And we wouldn't have had that if that guy stayed. So you know, maybe it was maybe it worked out for the best. That's all. <laughs> christian Jones,
1: i've never agreed with a point you have more than that one i fucking love pop genesis the only peter gabriel i care about is sledgehammer era peter gabriel and phil collins no jacket required is my fucking jam i'm in total agreement (laughs) uh you know what's funny i'm also gonna talk about the eternals and pink floyd uh Oh, Pink Floyd, only because you mentioned it and you seem to have a very r- similar relationship. I just wanted to bring up, too, I really liked Pink Floyd like in high school, and then I turned on him hard as an adult. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that I gained an emotional connection to because of, uh, I can't, did you guys know Chris Anderson a lot? I mean, not a lot. I know Ian did, but I can't remember if you guys hung out with him a lot. But, you know, that was just a guy I really liked a lot. And he passed. But that guy totally turned me back on to to Pink Floyd just purely by how much he fucking loved it. He He used to tell some story about he went to some, you know, like bonfire party. And there was a guy playing Wish You Were Here there on an acoustic, which sounds awful. But he loved it so much. And he thought it was that dude's song. And when he asked the dude about it, he's like, no, man, that's Pink Floyd. And that's how he got into that band. And I just think that's a great fucking story. But as far as Eternals, I read a bunch of Eternals comics recently. Uh, I should have talked about them last week, but my New Orleans trip was hotter. So I'll talk about them this week. The only like real clump of Kirby stuff I'd never read before was the Eternal stuff. And I read it leading up to this. And most of it's fucking great. A little more shitting on Joss Whedon. You know, man... I always talk about how it's hard to read old comics because the dialogue is so different because it's so exposition heavy because it's not as like postmodern and self-referential and stuff. And I'm down to fuck that shit now. And old dialogue, comic dialogue is the bomb. If you're reading (laughs) an old comic and you're not feeling it, have a few drinks, listen to some space rock. I guarantee you will connect. The other... There, there, I read so many Eternals comics. I'm just going to talk about three eras. The other one, uh, the Neil Gaiman stuff from the uh, from the Odyssey, Long story that I'd love to tell at some point, but I won't try to do there. Neil Gaiman ended up writing an Eternals comic book to pay for the legal fees on a Todd McFarlane lawsuit, which is fucking great. But uh, it's really what they should have adapted. It is so fucking good. It's a completely underrated classic comic uh he wrote 1602 in that same era and for some reason everybody loves that and nobody really remembers this Eternals thing but it's really fucking good I highly remember it the Eternal series I think it's from 2007 by Neil Gaiman and John Romita Jr pick it up and finally the most recent Eternals comic uh by a guy named Karen Gillan no relation to the actress <laughs> Karen Gillan um uh, and an artist uh, named Asad Rabik, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that wrong, but uh, their most recent uh, Eternals comic that's going on right now is fucking great. It has a really nice, uh, like, fun plot divide in in that the uh, comic is narrated by the Earth, uh, <laughs> which sounds stuffy and uppity, but it's actually really funny. A uh, really good comic, has a really good voice for all the characters, highly recommend. It. That's all I got.
2: Cool. I also only have one thing this week. Uh, I watched the uh, Netflix Western movie, uh, "The Harder They Fall," with uh, pretty much everyone: Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Regina King, Zazie Beetz, blah blah blah. There's a lot of people in it. It's uh, it's fucking cool as shit. I don't know. Uh, it, right it's, it's it's clear that uh, whoever directed this and made this has a real love for like traditional westerns because it's got. It's got a very, like, flashy style, but, like, the, the, the pacing and the feel is very, like, traditional Western to me. And, and yeah, I don't, I don't really know how else to describe it. Uh, you know, if you've seen a Western movie, it's that, with more black people. <laughs> uh, but it's super fun, and, and, like, literally everyone is the coolest fucking person, which, I mean, is by design, but they pull it off. There's an, an uh, exceptional, just, knockdown down drag-out brawl between Regina King and Zazie Beetz, towards the end of the movie uh which i mean honestly for that reason alone i'd recommend it but it, it's on the whole uh, a very
0: good movie i recommend it you know those are uh, real people
2: yeah uh, no i don't think all of them are but not I think all
0: of them but some of them most are. of
2: them are I, they're not like they didn't do this story but yes they are real people from that era yes so yeah i recommend it it's a good movie better than transformers
1: i've been about to watch that all week so that may be the nudge i need
2: there you go uh next week ghostbusters which I know at least somebody's maybe somebody's excited about. I don't know. I'm going to see it.
1: I'm glad Ian wasn't here for this because I don't want to talk to anyone who's seen it beforehand because I, I don't know. I just got this feeling it's going to suck. <laughs> well, we're I, gonna- don't, I don't want to be guided.
2: Well, we'll all find out in a week. In the meantime, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please rate, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at uh, realphoniesgmail.com and on Facebook at Real phonies, on Instagram, real underscore phonies. Thanks, to Zach Evans, for our and Brian Lessons for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later.